We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the NBA front office show. It is free agency eve. That's right. Free agency officially kicks off because we know tampering does not happen in the NBA. Kicks off tomorrow, 6 o'clock Eastern time. If you're joining us live, coming in from YouTube, coming in from Twitter, welcome in. We're going to be talking through the day's news, and oh boy, we've got a lot to get to. I was just telling Keith that we've got more on our list of topics for today than I think we have ever had. What an absolutely bonkers day across the NBA. I'm Trevor Lane. You can find me on Twitter at Trevor underscore Lane. Keith Smith at Keith Smith NBA. So Keith, yesterday we did the live version of our show as well. And some of the comments, and I did not realize, I didn't make this connection until I read this. They said, our intro music reminds them of Mega Man. I and saw the same thing. I, and like, it didn't click. I, it wasn't something I thought of when I picked that music. <laughs> now that they mentioned that, I can't like unhear it. And yep. I'm honestly a little bit proud of it. I. It's so funny that you say that because I was kind of, Nobody can see it while it plays, or it can see us while it plays. Yeah. I was jamming out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I dig it. Mega Man's a great, great game. That was a fun, fun game. Yeah, uh, it was, back in the day, it was a the hard game. Nintendo too. Yeah, it was very hard. Yeah, and, yep. and, yeah, yeah. I always thought Mega Man would be one like you could revive as like a cool TV show. Like, I, like, yeah. like I always thought that that could be a could be a fun TV show. But I agree. Anyway, pe- people must like watch the first five minutes of this and be like, what in the world is this <laughs> what, show? What is this? So- <laughs> Speaking of what well, one one interlude bought my Thor tickets. Oh, boy. So, you know what we almost thought about doing. We they are doing it. It's only doing it in three cities around the country. They're doing a Thor marathon that starts at six in the morning um, where you watch all all of the uh, other Thor movies and then end uh, with with the new one. But we, oh, that, that was like, I don't, yeah. And it's, it's, too, it's like right in the middle of free agency. I'm like, I'm not going to be going to bed till like two, three in the morning. So I don't need to be getting up to right. six to go watch Thor. That's like, I so. remember they did all the Marvel movies leading up to Avengers. And so right, you're watching yeah. like 24 Avengers hours worth of movies. It's, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 27 would, or whatever it is. Like, yeah. You yeah. would need, you'd be, I mean, you'd be there for like a week <laughs> at this yeah. point. But, but, yeah. uh, but I, I do, I will take issue with, with that. Three cities is not enough. They need to be in Thor cities. Uh, well done, my friend. Yeah, that, that needs to well happen. You need, you need to add All one right. more. Oh, look at that. Everybody left. No one's watching anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and our viewers just left. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's get into the day's news, though. And yeah. let's, let's start with, I mean, the big thing right at the top, DeJounte Murray to Atlanta. Oh, my goodness. San Antonio Spurs joining the tank race, uh, an early shot in the tank race, trading DeJounte Murray to the Atlanta Hawks. They get, what, three first-round picks? And Danilo Gallinari. Does, uh, this is the minor thing. This is probably the least important thing out of this. Does, does Gallinari stay in San Antonio? No, it sounds like he's going to get bought out um, or, or just straight waived. Um, it, it, I, I believe I have not run the full numbers, but I believe he had to increase his guarantee um, up to about $12 million, uh, for this trade to work. So um, that, that will you know, in order for that to get through, which is, is whatever for the Spurs. Cause clearly at this point they are just, they're done. So they're, they're, you know, uh, basically saying, all right, we're, we're leaning heavy into the rebuild. So let's just, you know, 
get move on. We'll eat the money. It's no big deal and go from there. So yeah, I, I think he'll be gone. But yeah, it was uh to clarify on the picks too. Um 2023 protected Hornets pick uh that goes. That's lottery protect. It's I think top 16 next year, uh top uh lottery protected, so top 14 the year after, then it turns into two seconds. That's not the greatest pick, right? Because you're no, getting either not- a non-lottery pick or two seconds. Then it's an unprotected Hawks pick in 2025, uh, unprotected swap rights in 2026, and an unprotected Hawks pick in 2027. So, so re- really, kind of you know, two picks and a swap, and then we'll see what that Hornets pick becomes. Maybe Steve Clifford does uh, get them, you know, pushed up into the playoffs over the next couple of years, and that goes as a you know pick in the you know early teens or mid-teens, I guess. Uh, Jay Singh says, Patty Mills, Dante DiVincenzo, Gallinari to the Lakers. Love you guys. We've got Lakers fans coming in, uh, in here already. We will get to Dante DiVincenzo, Patty Mills, and all that kind of stuff. But thank you for the, the super chat. Yeah, um, appreciate you. How how do you think this works out in the backcourt with DeJounte Murray and Trey Young now sharing a backcourt? I mean, on one hand, I can see it being complimentary, particularly, you know, DeJounte Murray's defense making up for, for trading, but still you essentially have two point guards running next to each other in that Hawks backcourt. Is that is that gonna work? Yeah, it's it's interesting because I don't I'm not so worried about the two point guards part, we're seeing more and more teams go to these dual ball handler uh, looks where, where they they're using two guys who can handle and create, you know, simultaneously, whether it be two point guards, a point guard and a wing or however they do it. Um, so that part I, I think is, is fine. I'm a little worried. DeJounte Murray's not great off ball. So that's a little concerning. He's not a very good shooter. Um, he has been a, pretty good cutter so you know that may work trey young is a very good passer um but if you can get trey young working off ball a lot i i I don't like to do the steph curry comparison because everybody's done it since he that guy was at oklahoma um but you could run at some of the similar actions uh, for him uh, where you're really getting the defense moving let let murray create it and the defense overly focuses on you know stay with curry guys will slip open or murray will have driving lanes so offensively yeah, we'll see what it looks like when Mari's off the ball. Uh, defensively, he's a huge upgrade. I mean, he's already by far and away the best defender on the roster. I don't even think it's close. Um, and then we'll, we'll we'll see from there. And now what happens to the rest of the Hawks roster? Yeah, they're not done. No. They're not done. Yep. I saw you you put out there on Twitter that you think Kevin Herter could go. Yeah, John I think Collins there's a chance. has been the name that's out there as well. Yeah, I, John Collins definitely. I mean, God, we've been hearing that for – I don't know, a month or more now. I think um, with uh, Herter, though, the reason why I go to Herter is DeAndre Hunter, they're already saying, right, part of their whole thought process of clearing away some salary was to sign uh, DeAndre Hunter. And let's be clear, they took on money in this deal for next year because they were going to just waive Gallinari, and they took on about $11 million. Um, Then I think uh, when we go into the – to the – the trade guys, though, Bogdanovich, maybe, but I think Bogdanovich coming off the injury, his trade value may not be very high. Herter signed long term. I think he's a better defender than most people think. And I think he's also, you know, he's a good shooter, good passer, really knows how to play. Um, I, I think he's somebody who could be gettable for a lot of teams. And then if we flip over to the Spurs, is this, the, I mean, this is just about starting up the tank. Mm-hmm. Victor Wembeana, I mean, I mean, is that, that's what we're we're looking for here. If you're if you're the Spurs, this is uh, the race to the bottom is getting kicked off kicked off here. What do you think about the value they got for Dejounte Murray? Do you like it? I would have liked to have seen him get like at least a player in this. Maybe get Jalen Johnson out of this or something. I think um, that could have been something at least there. I think uh, I think they did okay. I, I I don't know that Dejounte Murray had the. Right, they made the whole like we need a Drew Holiday package, and they didn't quite yeah. get that here, um, which I think is fine. Right, that's good to put out there, put put that you know out there in the in the world and see where it goes. And you know, but yeah, I think for now uh, this this was fine. I, I just you know I, I didn't necessarily love it, um, the value, but I don't think it's bad by any means. Yeah, I don't think it's bad either, um, particularly if. They're able to get what they want and in the tank race, and then they 
who knows? They can rebuild from here. And and I don't think it's bad that DeJounte Murray is leaving the Western Conference. So Yeah. You know, yeah. That, it's that, a little that easier for you. So I'll say this though. It does we, take we'll say now though, right? We've been talking about the West. Sorry, I just wanted to get this thought out there. We were um talking about how the West is going to be so tough. Uh, this does take one team out of the mix, right? So now we kind of get three teams that probably aren't really in the mix. The yeah. the Spurs, Rockets, and Thunder. The Kings are so happy that you included them in there. <laughs> well, they're, they're, <laughs> they're going to be trying at the very yes. least. Yes, correct. Right. Yeah. correct. Um, so when I started going through this list, I was writing out all the stuff that we had on our, on our show <laughs> doc here. And I got to it and I went, that was today? The Nuggets and the Wizards completed a trade, and it feels like it was like three days ago. And yet, it was not. Yeah, it was this morning. <laughs> it was this morning. Just, that's how crazy of a day it was in the NBA. So we've got uh, Monty Morris, Will Barton, <laughs> heading, to, heading to Washington. Sorry, got- I'm, the reason I'm laughing is, yeah, so you guys a little peek behind the curtain, there was a whole other trade, and we completely forgot about it until about 10 seconds before we were ready to start the show. That's right. So we'll get to that one later. We will. But yes, yeah, let, let's do do this Nuggets Wizards trade because this, this I, I, I'm I'm excited to break this one down. The other one connects to some later topics too, yeah. but, but we'll, we'll get there. So you've got Will Barton, you've got Monty Morris going to the Wizards. Now they're, they've got their starting point guard. You've got KCP, Ish Smith going to the Nuggets. I know you were really excited about the Ish Smith part of this because it would mean a 13th team yeah. for him. NBA so that's, record. A, NBA record. So, right. I mean, any, anytime records are being broken, like that's yeah. that's important stuff here. Yeah. Um, this is one of those trades where on the surface you go, oh, well, I think this team is getting the better of it. And then you look at the money and you go, oh, okay, that, that makes sense. That's kind of where I'm at with this on the surface. I think the Wizards are getting the better of the deal. But then when you look at the money and the future flexibility, you go, oh, okay, I can see why Denver did that Did that too. And you wind up kind of right in the middle at, a, I think, a pretty fair trade for both sides. Yeah, I think when I look at it, Monte Morris is probably the best player in the trade, followed by KCP. Um, I, But I get it why they would do this uh, – this way um if you're let's do the denver side of it first uh monty morris like you said in my opinion best player in the trade but there is they they're getting jamal murray back so that's already 30 minutes per game a point guard covered if not probably slightly more right probably more like 32 to 35 um so you only really need somewhere in the 10 to 15 minute range now with um with that, they've got Bones Highland, so they're ready to play him, right? They, he played really well as a rookie. I know that's your guy. I know you love him. That's right. Um, so they, they want to make sure there's a runway for him to get plenty of minutes this year. So so he'll be in there. They, they'll probably sign a third point guard, some kind of veteran or something like that. Somebody gets a little squeezed on the market a little bit later, and they can yeah. get him for the veteran minimum. Dennis Schroeder? i almost was gonna go dj augustin oh okay um (laughs) that it's daniel saying it says in the chat when keith wrote on twitter there's too much happening right now summed it up when all hell broke loose yeah i was a little overwhelmed at that point that Um, was your woge (laughs) moment from like 10 years ago when all he tweeted out it was like woge froze and all he tweeted good lord yeah that was that was your your moment. That was trade deadline. <laughs> yeah, that was trade deadline. Um, and then KCP, right, coming in to to Denver. I shouldn't have said they don't really need a four, the veteran third point guard. They have Ish Smith. They'll just keep him. I don't. I don't even know why I said that. I mean, that's where my brain's at now. Um, but KCP, I think, is going to be pretty solid uh, for for them. I think um, they needed somebody who could defend uh, one through three on the perimeter. He can do that. He can make shots. He's a pretty reliable guy in that sense. So I really like it from their side. And then from the Wizards' side, love it. I They get their point guard. I think Monty Morris is ready. Proved last year he's ready to be a full-time starter in, in the league. I think Will Barton will help them at least for a year with a little bit of bench scoring. They, 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 they have some stuff on the wing, but it's still a little bit of a messy uh, wing rotation. That allows them to bring Johnny Davis on a little slowly. So, yeah, I, I think altogether – uh, this is a trade that really looks right now like a like a win win. What do you, do? Do you think this is any factor on Bradley Beal's free agency 
and we're going to get to that in a minute, but yeah, I don't think so. I think he's going to do whatever he's going to do, which I think is just resign. I think 601, 602, whatever, uh, tomorrow we're going to get the Wojer Shams tweet that he signed the full five-year max deal. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. All right, I uh, got a super chat coming in. Said y'all can share the question. Best worst case scenario roster depth chart. I'm assuming you're talking Lakers there. I appreciate the content. So Lakers Nation live show. That's going to be at nine o'clock Pacific time. That'll be over on the Lakers Nation YouTube channel. So that's coming up later. We'll we'll devote a whole show to, to just Lakers because there's not a lot Lakers to you know going on today. A couple mm-hmm. of things: winning Gabriel Stanley Johnson. That's that's about it. Um, but what am I sipping? I've got Dr Pepper Zero. That's what I'm. That's what I'm rocking with right now. Little little caffeine boost for the show. So that's uh, that's what I've got. All right, let's. <laughs> Terry Lorenz says in the chat. I always watch the videos in two times, so it's weird hearing their normal voices, dude. I've done the. I do the same thing when I listen to podcasts. I I listen at two times speed usually, and it's very like throw, throws me off uh, uh, big time with that. <laughs> That yeah, I could see where that would be an issue. I I try to make myself just listen at one time speed because I want to like really focus in on it. I find if it's if it's too fast because I'm always doing a bunch of other stuff, mm-hmm. they'll stop paying attention to it, and I'll uh, and it I, just I'll becomes like background noise. Yeah, yeah, and so I don't and I don't want that. I want to really dig into that. But but that's my brain. Um, yep. Bradley Beal opts out, and you know a bunch of fans around the NBA tweeted out eyeball emojis when that happened. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's staying in Washington. I think he was opting out no matter what he was doing. This isn't a sign that he's leaving. Uh, I think he's just he's going to get paid. He's going to get a lot of money here. Yep. Going to get a five year deal and and off they go. Um, the way the wind is blowing in the NBA right now, it's get the money, figure out the destination later. I think he wants to give it another shot with the Wizards, and then if it doesn't work, he can figure out the destination a year, two, three, how many years down the road. Yep. I, I think too with Bradley Beal, if we're a year or two into this and he's like, all right, I want to be traded, I think would hope Wizards fans at that point would say, it's been like a decade. Like you you owe us nothing. Like thanks for everything you've tried to do here. But but yeah, we we fully understand. Like, yeah, you're ready to go. So uh, I get it. Um I think somebody's asking about Beal, can he opt in and trade? He's already opted out. So that, that's done. All the options are done. Um, every option is done now that it had to be done by 5 p.m. today. Um, so all the options are done. Um, so there's no more change in minds or anything like that. Right. It's no longer he's planning to do this or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, yeah. The other big, big one today, though, James mm-hmm. Harden opts out of his contract. And it sounds like he's going to take a little bit less to open up flexibility. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to take a lot less. Yeah, um, yeah. To the point where the, the 76ers are now going to have their full taxpayer to or non-taxpayer, I mean, and their biannual mm-hmm. potentially to yep. use. They won't have to worry about the hard cap. I mean, that's, that's huge. If you're, if you're the Sixers now, maybe they had to give on the back end of the deal. Maybe it becomes, we've been hearing, maybe it'll be a three-year deal. Maybe now it's a four-year deal or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. If he's will, if he's taking a little less. So I'm curious to see exactly how the deal comes through. But James Harden taking less to help them out right now. I mean, that that can be the difference between winning a championship and not depending on what it is that you do with that extra flexibility. So that's that's huge for the 76ers to get James Harden to do that, because when the trade happened with the Nets, the thought was, oh, my gosh, it's look, it's a fine deal for the 76ers. But a five-year max deal, what is that going to look like on the mm-hmm. final couple of years? That could get ugly. ugly. Yeah, it feels it <laughs> I think um, would. Yeah. Would. But <laughs> it feels like the 76ers have kind of dodged that, depending on the length of this deal. And now they've got him giving up even more money on the front end so they can go do stuff right now. So, I mean, this is this is a big win for Philly. Yeah, and, and the reports are that James Harden has made it known he really wants to win. So, that – Puts his money where his mouth is, right? And he t- takes a takes a uh, uh, you know a lot less, and gonna allow them to spend more money and go get some more guys, fill out that rotation. Uh, we'll see. There's still some rumors about a Tobias Harris trade. Maybe we'll see what that could look like. Um, but yeah, I mean, Daryl Moore is like kind of full in his element right here of uh, you know do, doing uh, what 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 he can to go get uh go get players around and beat and harden and sounds like Maxie will stick. And then everything else will get flushed out around those guys. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's, you know, you can't ask for more, right. When your stars are willing to sacrifice and, and do their thing. Why not? 
Keith, I had so many Lakers fans that as soon as that happened, they said, why didn't Russ do that? <laughs> they were so upset. Yeah. Little different situation. The very different situation. If Russ yeah. opted out for even a second, if he was a free agent, the Lakers would turn off all the lights, pretend they're not home, and then they would change the locks. Mm-hmm. Right? They moved the team back to Minnesota temporarily. Yeah. Just to, <laughs> just to make sure you can't find them. <laughs> Take all their phones off the hook. Yeah. We're yeah. not here anymore, man. <laughs> put, put a, you know, out fishing sign on the front of a, what is it? Crypto.com. I don't, whatever it is. Crypto.com. Yeah, it's right. always going to be, it's going to be Staples Center for me for like the next like, oh yeah, you know, 25 years. So, yep. um, but yeah, 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 that was, yeah, that's not the, uh, yeah, Russ was not doing that. A little, little different situations. Very different. Very different. Yeah. Um, so much happened today that this, which is kind of a, like huge deal gets bumped back to like what our fifth story of the day, but the salary cap, it went up. Yeah. It went, it went up again. So, I mean, not by a ton, but another 1.6 million. What is it? 1.6. Yeah. So, I mean, it goes up a little bit. So that gives you what, I mean, a little bit more breathing room on a, on a hard cap, a little bit mm-hmm. more breathing room on a luxury tax. I mean, now if you have a max salary player who's tied to the salary cap, their salary goes up. Yeah. Well, but but still, overall, this is this gives you a little bit more flexibility, and it's not to say suddenly we see some like Kevin Durant to the Warriors is, is suddenly possible mm-hmm. or something. It's not that kind of an increase, um, although it did look like it at one point this morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with that Jake Fisher tweet. Yeah, I think Jake uh, would reword that tweet slightly yes. differently if he could. <laughs> he said it went it was going up ten percent, and yes. everybody went, "Wait, what?" And it's going 10%. up ten percent from where it Last is right year. now, yeah, but not 10% from the projection. Yeah, 10% from the projection would have been like, holy crap. Uh, all these guys who opted in might have been like, wait a minute, I would like yeah. to opt out now. Never um, mind. Yeah, yeah um, let's change your mind. Except for Russ, I think he still opts in. Yeah, yeah, he would. Um, <laughs> what's the what's the real world impact of this? Yeah, um, less so on the cap side of it going up because, as you said, all the max salaries, the min salaries, the rookie scale, everything else goes up. It's tied it'll to go it. up ten percent right. too. Um, but the what does change is the tax line going up. That gives teams that maybe didn't have breathing room because current salaries, players are already signed. They don't their salaries don't change. So this just gives you more breathing room. Um, So those teams that, you know, if you were, if you were, let's say 2 million over the tax, 1.6 million, now you're basically right there and you can, you know, figure it out and get to where you need to be. So, so that is, uh, you know, important for any teams there. It can change which exceptions teams might've had um, the ability to use those exceptions. So, yeah, I think uh, this is really um, it's, although it's, it's a, it's a, relatively minor amount from where the projection was previous it could have some very big impacts for a handful of teams around the league we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I mean, we'll see if it turns into anything major, but if nothing else, it's, it's some more breathing room. So important to note, uh, I do have a super chat here said, will Troy Weaver, Esham 976, will Troy Weaver make another big move? I mean, they've got one more day to yeah. use up their cap space. And then going into the, the summer right now, their roster is really, really full because they kept all their guys. Um, Lou Dort, they, 
they uh, move, moved around. Um, they're they're going to decline his option, or did decline his option. They'll make him a restricted free agent. But with the idea of re-signing him? So, yeah, I think um, maybe. Let's see what they do tomorrow, uh, you know, tonight into tomorrow because it's kind of their last chance. Otherwise, I, I, I don't think they're done, done, because they're going to move to Michael Green probably. They said they were. But, yeah, I I think they'll basically stick to um, – to, to, uh, what they have for now. And I think they, they like that. And I'm okay with that, honestly. Um, now you're talking about Jermichael green. That's you're talking OKC there. Yeah. Dude. Oh my gosh. I saw a Troy Weaver and I went right to OKC. That is my fault. <laughs> Ish, Isham. That's I'm an idiot. Um, for, no, no. For, for a second there, I was thinking, I was like going, it could it be Sonny Weaver? I'm like, no, yeah. if you gone, no. if you went yeah. Cleveland, that okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> but all right, let's answer the real question he asked. Uh, since he did the super chat. The Detroit Pistons, uh, yeah. I mean, none of those deals are done yet, which tells me they may all expand, they may do some different stuff. So let's see how those all come together. Yeah, uh, they'll probably be sitting on i'm projecting before they re-sign marvin bagley which sounds like they're gonna do for about 10 million dollars so they'll probably have in the end 11 12 million dollars in cap space so so i you know we'll we'll, we'll see you know where that goes to but yeah i, I they're still going to be pretty active because they've got a lot of moving parts with them i don't know why i went to do i need to take a nap but that tells you how long of a day it's <laughs> yeah, been right? and that's yeah. that's where we're at we're at that point of the day um Bobby Portis, we've got a lot of options to get into. Bobby Portis declines his option uh, with mm -hmm. the Milwaukee Bucks, but is expected to stay. He's just he's going to get paid more, but I don't see him going anywhere else. Yeah, I don't either. It's th this was always the design with this uh, uh, one plus one, um, you know, thing uh, there. So yeah, it's um, yeah, that that's how it's going to go. He's probably going to get close-ish, if not exactly, his uh, max. Um, which is about four years, $49 million or so uh, from the Bucks. Right. Uh, from there, OKC declines the option on Lou Dort. That does not mean Lou Dort is available. Everybody right. else are on Twitter. Fans yeah. of like every team were like, <gasps> can we get Lou Dort now? No, yeah. <laughs> they're doing it. They're declining it so they can keep him. And I know it sounds yeah. weird. Like you hear decline option and you instantly think that means the guy's going but they're declining it so that he becomes a restricted free agent instead of an unrestricted free agent next next year. So yep. that's that's what's happening here. Lou Dor and Jason Tate, same boat. After it sounded like mm -hmm. the Rockets had initially decided to pick up his option, yep. uh, they they flipped and changed their mind and they declined it. So they'll make them both restricted free agents. The most famous best case example of this, Nikola Jokic. Mm -hmm. The uh, Nuggets made him a restricted free agent after he had his uh, – couple early breakout seasons and then got him re-signed uh this is the war the kind of poster child for why you want to do this jalen brunson the math yeah. didn't set it up that way and now jalen brunson is, is bouncing so yep it's going to be going to be tough tough on them i had uh somebody asked uh, are you going to go live tomorrow if so do we know what time we will be live tomorrow probably later in the evening though yeah because we are uh we'll, we'll wait and let things really kind of get get flying here a little bit but probably probably 10 11 eastern yeah. is my guess Something if like we that. follow what we did last year mm -hmm. that's right um this okay I was surprised, and I think you were too. I think you you projected the same thing. Patty Mills, I had him picking up his option, six point two million. Um, are you surprised that he declined that and is now hitting free agency? Um, a little bit. I I do wonder if this is just hey, let's you know, I'll come back, but give me a little bit more money, and off we go. Um, so that that part doesn't necessarily surprise me if that's the way you wanted to go, but but yeah, I do think it is a little um, a little bit of a different. Uh, uh, spot there. I apologize. It's, it's that time of year. Gotta check yep. the phone when it thinks. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I I don't know. I also do wonder if Patty Mills, like, like you know, he's an older guy. I wonder if he's like, I don't want to deal with all this nonsense. I'm ready to to move move that somewhere else. You know that that could be as well. That could be. That could certainly be. Uh, all right, Dante Divincenzo hits free agency was not super thrilled with the Kings with being there. So now he hits the market. Um, some stuff going on with his contract where he needed to hit starter criteria and things like and the Kings weren't, didn't start him enough games. And so he, uh, he's going to go somewhere else. 
he was a guy I really liked the draft. I'm curious to see where he ultimately winds up. Not that he's going to be a big, big dollar amount guy here. He's not getting a huge contract or whatever. But I think he's an interesting uh, skill set that uh, that somebody's going to pick up. And I will um, get into the DiVincenzo while you take care of the bot in the chat. Um, so the with DiVincenzo, oh, it is it. Uh, it is. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Things went south after he got uh, moved uh, to Sacramento. He was not happy with, as you said, didn't play enough and got bounced. So yeah, not 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 thrilled about about the way that that all went. So that that is tough. So I think um, what's going to happen now with DiVincenzo is I think the Kings might have looked at it and said, you know what, if we force him to stay, this is just going to be super ugly. The restricted free agency. Let's just let everything go, and we'll we'll you know go a different direction ourselves, and you know see see where this goes. Which it's a little rough because then they didn't get a whole heck of a lot out of that trade that they yeah. made uh, for Bagley. I mean, they did get Trey Lyles, who I actually like. They picked up his team option, um, and I think he's actually a pretty good player. But it, it this is kind of one of those moves where this might pay off later, and we may hear of a. You know, DiVincenzo's agent appreciated, like, hey, you let him free and right. yeah, we'll yeah. take care of you down the line. Very true. Those things do matter. Uh, moving right along, DeAndre Ayton, sounding now that Detroit has used up their cap space, and we're going to get to how they did that in just a moment, or has used up a good chunk of their cap space. Now, doesn't look like they are a landing spot anymore in free agency. So DeAndre Ayton now, mm-hmm. it seems like they're resigned to a sign and trade and the Suns are on board. They don't want DeAndre Ayton at the max. And so they are very open to signing and trading him somewhere else. And there are reported to be multiple teams that will give him the max in a sign and trade situation. Now, we don't know exactly who those teams are, but if Ayton wants out and the Suns want him out and other teams are willing to pay him, this is going to happen. This is this is going to happen. It's just a matter yeah. of when and where. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this is just you know definitely a a weird situation. We'll 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 figure it out. We'll um you know see where ultimately this goes. But uh yeah, it's it, you start to run out of those spots where it's like I want your leverage spots, right? I guess that 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 becomes your tricky tricky part uh, there for them. So yeah, I think um. Ah, I don't know. I, I I'm struggling to find the landing spot for him. I mean, right like now. it's not Spurs now. They're they're tanking, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine it's them. I think they're going into a different direction. Um, I don't think it's the Hawks anymore. In Chicago. Uh, I mean, I mean, maybe, they want a big. I guess. Toronto. They, yeah. Yeah, Toronto. It's going to be somebody who's going to come out of like completely out of left field. I'm like, yeah. holy crap! Like, you know, they're going for Eaton. So, you know, right. I guess we'll, we'll find out. Right. Uh chat is saying Portland. Maybe, yeah, we've maybe. heard so much about about them bringing back Nurkic. Yeah, just know. the trouble with with Aiden is just to remind everybody, uh, if he gets anywhere near the max, which would be just over thirty million, he's then he only counts as fifteen million on as outgoing salary, right. and then he he but he counts as thirty million dollars on the incoming side. So that's. That's really tricky to work around. That's why a spot like Detroit would have been very easy to to do because you would have you know got them in there and go uh, from there. But yeah, it's it's that's the the hard thing. And also sign and trades for any of these teams that are at or near the hard the hard cap line at the tax apron, they they can't really do that. So like the Nets, um, I know there was a rumor about the Nets, but the Nets can't do a sign and trade for. Right. Him and there was some suggestion of well, he'll just sign his qualifying offer and get traded. If he did that and then gets traded, one that would have to wait till December 15th, so that's probably already problem one. But he gets traded, then that becomes messy because he loses his bird rights. I was gonna say, um, yeah, how does that work? That spot. So, yeah, so that's not, I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, Indiana, maybe what, yeah, something with Turner. You know, yeah, Miles Turner. Yeah, maybe you could do something with Miles Turner because then you would you they'd offset the big uh, tricky thing from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, another deal that went down. That this is the one where we went. Oh, we completely forgot this happened. Uh, the Knicks traded <laughs> yeah. Nerlens Noel. This was the one that we were like ten seconds before we started. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh, this too. this trade. 
Uh, the Knicks free up more cap space, more evidence that they're getting Jalen Brunson, who we're going to get to in just a moment. But they yeah. trade Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks uh, to the Pistons, and that eats, eats into the Pistons' cap space. Uh, why why did the Pistons do this, aside from just apparently they're just in the mood to trade things with the Knicks? Well, I'm kind of guessing from the Pistons' side the thought might have been we can get a couple assets and maybe we can flip one or two of these guys uh, the other way and maybe get more back than what we paid to get them, which is really not, I mean, well, we got paid to take them on. And then it's kind of like you, you doubled down on having them on your roster. So that's, that's kind of my thought on this because either one of them really makes a lot of sense there. There's almost always when there's one of these trades, reporting comes out pretty soon after which is obviously leaked by the the acquiring front office of we really like him and we think he can be a big part of it and a lot of times especially like at the trade deadline five minutes later it comes up the players being bought out um it's a little bit different in the uh in the off season because there's not there's not the time deadline attached to making a bunch of moves but yeah I, i mean you just drafted isaiah stewart a couple years ago then you just drafted jalen duran you have um uh, Kelly Olenek already on the roster. I don't understand what Noel's, you know, he doesn't really have a fit there. And then Alec Burks, maybe he could help a little bit, but he's also hurt. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know about, um, you know, what that would look like either, you know, with him. So, yeah. Um, in any event, this does open up more cap space for Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. And we did hear Jalen Brunson is now meeting with the Knicks, the Mavs, and out of nowhere, the Miami Heat. What? Yeah, I, I tweeted earlier What's tonight happening? that, yeah, if there's a good player on the market and the Heat want to get a, get a meeting, Pat Riley gets the meeting, right? Yep. That's just, we know how that works. Um, yeah, I, the Heat, they're interesting. Let's see. Yeah. You know, we're, I don't even know how they do it, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know what you why you do it with Kyle Lowry, but. Yeah, I'm it, not sure. Um, what my guess be if the Knicks, the Knicks have been moving cap space like crazy. The Mavs it, and the Mavs have basically conceded defeat, right? That's what we've heard. Mm-hmm. Now the Mavs are, are sending everybody, Mark Cuban, yeah. all, all the big guns. They're sending everybody to go. They're bringing the chair. From they're going to bring in the chair. Yep, so, they're yep, going to do yep, that. Going to block um, the door. They're yep. going to try to try to do that, but it, it feels like we're at like ninety percent sure he goes to the Knicks. What would be the precedent if he were to suddenly shift and wind up in Miami after all of this that the Knicks have done in order to land? Like, yeah, I don't, I, I'm trying to, I'm struggling to come up with a scenario where there was this much evidence saying the players going here and then at the last minute, suddenly they're going somewhere. Maybe Darren Williams. Yeah, um, it could be. Or no, no. Well, it would have been Mello. Well, but Mello was first and then Darren Williams yeah. came out of blue. Brooklyn. Yeah. And I that's, mean- you could have, uh, I mean, it's a much lesser caliber player, but like Marcus Morris. Um, remember the Spurs had done everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's they right. They had to pay to get off of uh, Davis Berton's um, right. deal. So, like, and that got super messy. So, maybe. Um, I I don't, here's what I'm wondering is, and, and there's really no way to ever know this, right? Because a lot of these, these people can't even talk these things yet. Is the... Are the Knicks dealing the guys to the to the Pistons? Because none of it has happened yet. Uh, same as Jeremy Grant has not yet been dealt to the Trailblazers. Um, that's still going to happen, but yep. it's just you know they're they're lining things up. Are are those deals dependent on getting an agreement from Brunson? Because be. what you could see is like, hey, let's rewind this, and then the Pistons are like, that's cool. We'll just. We'll, we'll move along with our $40 million in cap space and you know, we'll go another way. And maybe they do get in on DeAndre. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Jalen Duran part, that'll happen. He's already been announced and, and shared at the the Pistons uh, uh, presser for Jaden Ivey and him. So that part will happen. But then, you know, the, the Walker part will probably happen. But, you know, maybe Noel and Burks, if, if Brunson changes his mind, if the, those deals don't go down. We'll see. Do we see a Gordon Hayward situation with the the Celtics here for the Mavs, where this ultimately gets flipped into a big trade exception with a sign? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, if you're the Mavs, if you're just losing them straight out in the cap space, you 100% give the Knicks a second round pick or two to turn it into a um, turn it into a thing. Here's the thing, though. Again, base year compensation comes into right. play. 
So if he signs a $30 million max deal or something in that range, he only counts as, as half. So the trade exception will be half, but yeah, you'd still rather have a, you know, $15 million trade exception than not. Is that what you're thinking? It's going to be 30 million. That's where this is going to end up. It's going to end up close. I think what they may do is start close to the max um, in first year and then do declining deal from there. Uh, like the Knicks that. have preferred to do those over the years. I think there's also going to be a big chunk of um, of uh, incentives in this too. That that's how the Knicks have structured a lot of their deals. They'll be protected in this in ways that are not being shared right now. Four one hundred and ten will not really probably be four one hundred and ten. Right. Yep. That's what will get put out there, and then later on we'll find out what it what it really is. Um, speaking of the Knicks. Mitchell Robinson, most likely back, uh, returning to the Knicks. Now, I know he got interest from, like, Toronto's looking for a big, so maybe there's some interest there. But sounds like he probably comes back. What do you think about that? I mean, you bring back Mitchell Robinson. You don't have Alec Burks anymore. Now you've got, what, Jalen Brunson, Evan Fournier. I mean, what What do you think about what the, the Knicks are, are putting together here? I think it's okay. I, I mean, I think it's uh... – get you closer back to where you were a couple years ago, probably not top four because I think that was just a weird yeah. year for the, for the East. But I think, um, I think it is probably, you know, that puts you right in the mix to be at the bottom end of the playoff picture, you know, six, seven, eight, uh, maybe you're in the play in tournament and that's not, I think, you know, that's not the end goal, right? Obviously, but I, I like RJ Barrett. I think Julius Randle will be better with somebody to take some of the playmaking uh, pressure off him. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that'll be be good. So, yeah, I, I don't hate this Jalen Brunson move um, just because the Knicks have they've been pretty smart to this point. So I, I think that's probably you know not the worst thing in the world. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Uh, let's jump over to – I did have a super chat that came in for Orlando and Bamba Hartenstein Gary Harris. Yeah, so I can run through through this one as the okay. uh, Orlando uh, local. I almost said native, but that's not true. I didn't grow up here, so that would be very, very wrong. Um, all right, so Mo Bamba, no qualifying offer. Yep. He is going to be an unrestricted free agent. The no Magic Bamba. Are, <laughs> no Bamba, yep. No Mo Bamba. And no um, no Mo Bamba. Oh, even better. There we go. It took us a minute, but we landed on, um, on it. There. Yeah, cause stay here, guys, all, all night. We'll be back tomorrow, too, for <laughs> wonderful insights like that um he'll be i think we'll get moved on um from there wendell carter and paulo bancaro and then uh, mark stein had the news that they're lining up to sign as a hartenstein uh, we talked about this uh yesterday i think it was maybe the day before but with john wall getting the taxpayer uh mid-level from the clippers that kind of priced hartenstein out so that has him on the move. And if we remember the magic, we're content to sign a veteranish center last year in Robin Lopez. So I think they'll uh you know do this again. And Hartenstein's pretty good. He 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 was you know tough. Now that's not a done deal by any means, but that's just what, what's being uh you know uh world out there as a thought. And then Gary Harris, I think again, probably the guy's probably moving on. The magic have a bunch of guards and wings that they want to play younger guys. I know they liked Gary Harris, but I think Gary Harris wants to be on a contender as well. Yep. I think that's how that's going to go down. Uh, let's jump over to, oh, let's go to Toronto. So Fred Van Vliet, an extension with the Raptors. He's going to get paid and he's kind of become like, since Kyle Lowry left, he's kind of become the heart and soul of that team. So, I mean, not a surprise that they would want to sign an extension here for, but I, what I saw out there was what, four years, 110 million was what we'd be looking at. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Just what are you getting Jalen Brunson money? <laughs> <laughs> Does that feel right? Uh, kind of. Like, do you think, are they, are they in the same tier? I think they're pretty close. I pretty think. Close, right. Yeah, I, I think so. I think if uh, Jalen Brunson had had more, years on good teams i think we think of him maybe a little bit higher but yeah mm-hmm. i mean I, I think i like van bleed a not a little i like van Bleed defensively better yeah yeah he's a better defender yeah. i get all tongue-tied on that one but um jumping over to miami victor oladipo looks like he might be leaving the heat with the wizards nuggets pistons i don't know if the trade with the wizards has any impact on this uh, but the Nuggets, yeah. I mean, I guess Nuggets as well, but. Pistons too, right? If they're getting Alex yeah. Burks, yeah. 
All maybe, of this makes a difference. Maybe outcome. Victor Oladipo will be back with the Heat. <laughs> At this point, what what do you think his market looks like? Um, he's somebody I think you could go taxpayer mid level for, and and see what that looks like. Um, there and go go that direction and see he looked pretty good at the end of the year had some good games in the playoffs so yeah I think um, yeah I think that's where you you could go uh, for for him but it's I wouldn't go much more than that I don't feel that comfortable and you also gotta see if he's uh, if he's healthy as well yep that's the big question had his moments in the playoffs where he looked, mm-hmm. looked solid but yep uh, the Pacers. And Grizzlies are pursuing Miles Bridges. Oh, my. Do you imagine yeah. if, the, if the Grizzlies, oh, there was no pun intended there. Lions and Tigers and Bears, oh, my. <laughs> that was, that was, that's where we're at. I'm, I'm not yep. even trying anymore. Um, yeah, the, just flows. The, that's right. The Pacers and Grizzlies looking at Miles Bridges. The Pacers make sense, right? I mean, this is, mm-hmm. they're going to be looking to add talent. Yeah. But the Grizzlies, if the Grizzlies land, Miles Bridges, and there's ways to clear some cap space. Can they even get to enough, though, to make the Hornets blink? Yeah, they they can. Yeah, they can. So they're one of the teams that this helps a little bit, that the cap bumped up, especially if Bridges didn't uh, have to be a complete max, which he probably would be. Uh, The Hornets did give him the qualifying offer, so they'd have the right to match anything that he signed. But if they move if they move on or lose Kyle Anderson, Tyus Jones, um, if they could move one more contract, which they've got some guys who should be pretty easily tradable, uh, like Dylan Brooks, for example, you know, you could see him moving into a trade exception or to another team for cap space or something. They can get up to around that 30 million and then go for there. So yeah. That'd be a really nice fit. Mm-hmm. Really nice fit. Yep. Um there was another transaction that went down. Torian Prince. It's an extension yes. with the with the wolves. I mean, so the second year is non-guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Eight million per season. Looking at the wing market, great job, Minnesota. Because I mean, the wing market, there, there's nothing out there. There was a chance he could get more. Um, and it's worth it to just not have to worry about some other team coming in saying, Oh my gosh, we need a wing and throw in a full mid-level at Torian Prince. Yeah, that's exactly it. They're, they're protected now. Uh, go look at Torian Prince's numbers. They were pretty good. He had a little bit of an ugly playoff series against Memphis, but he had a really solid regular season. He was really tough uh, for the the Wolves all year long. So, um, yeah, I, I, I it's you know it's great. You know, I, I think this is a really good deal. It's it's essentially a one year deal. Um, you know, it gives them a little bit of control if they wanted to trade him and those kind of things. So yeah, I I think it's a uh, you know really really a good uh, 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 keep for the Wolves. I was going to say get, but it's a keep um, for them because he fills a real need. All right. One more, and it's not minor. Damian Lillard. Extension Mm -hmm. potentially coming with the Blazers. $50 per year on a two-year deal. Um, I've I've had to explain a bunch that, look, the Blazers are trying to win right now. They're not planning on trading Damian Lillard. They want to win with him right now. I think this is, okay, let's give it one more chance here. Let's do everything we can. And if it doesn't work out here next year, maybe the year after, then we finally maybe see them move Damian Lillard. But it does seem like Dame is pretty comfortable with with staying with the Blazers, particularly if they are committed to continuing to try to build around him. Yeah, I I think the idea with Lillard is getting him to sign for a couple more years. Just if then if you do want to trade him, he's he's locked in, right? At least then. Um he's traded in and you you can go uh from there. So yeah, I I, I think that's a good one. Yeah, we have a couple of chats if you want to grab those. Yep. Uh Corbs, do you think OG Ananobi will get moved? Raptors are quiet, uncharacteristic of them as close to free agency. I don't think so. I think he's going to stay. Yeah. Stay. I, what we're hearing from uh, like Toronto beat writers is that it was all kind of blown out of proportion. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think uh, with OG, it's uh, I, I don't think he necessarily wanted to to get moved as much as they said. Yeah, is he maybe a little unhappy with his role? 
Sure, there's a lot of duplication on that roster between him, Siakam, Scotty Barnes, even Gary Trent Jr. to to an extent. So, yeah, I mean, there's some, but I don't know. Um, Raptors being very quiet. It, I don't think that's really uncharacteristic. No. I think they work pretty quietly in, in Toronto, but I do clever think, girls. Yeah. What's that? I said they're clever girls. Yeah. Oh, well done. <laughs> well done. Uh, I, I, but I do think they're, you know. They're the team that I'm kind of watching. Like, if something comes out of nowhere, I think it's going to be maybe Toronto because that's just kind of how they do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that could that could definitely be a thing. Um, could definitely be a thing. JJ Ramirez says Patty Mills and Bobby Portis to the Lakers. Man, I can't. No, no, and no. I can both of them. Yeah, maybe I, I, one of them with the taxpayer. Not Bobby I mean, Portis. No, least. it's not Bobby Portis. And if you yeah. and if you are paying the taxpayer mid level exception to Patty Mills, something went horribly wrong. Yep. In in yeah. your in your offseason. Yeah, because you're you've already got guards. Yeah, you've you got you don't need guards. And so that's and again, I like Patty Mills. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but you missed yeah. in a lot of other places if you wound up with Patty Mills as your yeah. taxpayer yeah. mid level exception guy. I agreed. All right. That's, I think we got through it all. I'm trying to check and see just to. Yeah, nothing is broken doing this. The Thunder apparently did decline the option on Mike Muscala. Uh, that's part of Mike Scotto of Hoops Hype. So, okay. So that's something. All uh, right. There. Yep. A little so. bit of a surprise, I guess. Yep. Yep. Okay. So. Well, tomorrow, big day. I know a lot more is going to be coming out. Oh, yeah. Then of course we do have the buzzer sounds, and then we finally get to hear about all the stuff that <laughs> has gone down over the last few days. Uh, yeah, and, and I know a couple people are asking six six p.m. Eastern is when things officially start. Uh, no more yeah, midnight. We'll, we'll yep, no more midnight. Uh, six p.m. Eastern. So we'll 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 both we won't be live then, but we'll be live later in the evening. Probably. What we try to do is we try to judge if things slowed down a little bit, and we can jump in and and get get into stuff. And uh, so probably you know ten eleven Eastern, uh, we'll go live maybe, maybe a little later, and then then we'll go from there. But we'll have a lot of fun. All right, it's going to be a good time. Hopefully, you guys come and join us for that. Till then, everybody, stay safe, and see you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.